Hi, my name is Matt Davis and I'm an account director with My Amazon Guy. And today we're going to talk about large accounts uh, optimization after initial setup for a PPC campaign and we're going to do it in under 10 minutes. Um, so what we have here is just a, an actual client of ours that we work with. Um, and what we have here are uh, some initial campaign setups. And the reason I want to point your attention here is something a little bit unique. Um, the reason for this date range is this is actually uh, the 11th was this Monday was our first day uh, with this client. That's when we went in uh, and did all our initial segmentation. So I just want to solve for the data specifically our agency is responsible for. Um, ordinarily, this might be a, either a seven day or a 30 day window, depending on um, sort of what your objectives are when you're working in that ad account. Um, at times, each will be appropriate. And then the other big filter I want to point your attention to is just the active status enabled, meaning I just only want to see accounts that are currently running. I don't care about any paused accounts, any old accounts, right? Uh, and then the other thing I want to point you to is the portfolios tab up here. Um, you can do a lot of organization tricks. You can do settings um, all based on portfolio. Um, so make sure you take some time to uh, organize products and campaigns when you create them into portfolios. Um, we usually organize them by product, um, however works for you um, is fine, but take use of that portfolio tab. It's not a mandatory option, um, but it will help you organize and segment, which in Amazon PPC is largely the name of the game. Okay, <clears throat> at the top level, it's important to check your settings first. Um, sometimes uh, you might want to put a hard cap on some of your spo sponsored product campaigns um, at the account level it will also let you set your bidding strategies um, set your sorry not at the account level at the campaign level excuse me it will also let you settings tabs it will also let you set your bidding strategies I usually recommend dynamic up and down um, what that means is that will allow you to up or lower your bid in real time based on Amazon's um, calculation on how likely you are to win the sale um, so if you were to be more conservative, you might go dynamic don't, down only, which only allows Amazon to lower a bid to save you money, not raise a bid to potentially win you a target. Um, I prefer dynamic up and down. Fixed bids are almost a no-go for any situation other than sort of rare exceptions. Um, and then usually in the initial startup phase, uh, we don't recommend that you put too much emphasis on product placements, either top of search or product pages. Um, it really just depends on, unless you have a specific strategy, um, but in that, especially in that early going when you're just really trying to accumulate data, um, you don't want to muddy the water by um, bid placement. Really, you want to control for variables. Once you've got a stream of data that you're fairly confident with and you want to go back and do some A-B testing, then it might be meaningful because then the results will tell you something. Okay. So let's jump back out to all campaigns. So when you have a large account, and what do I mean when I say a large account? I just mean a large number of campaigns to deal with. Large number of SKUs, large number of targets, um, lots of things going on, right? Uh, especially when you're new to Amazon PPC, it can kind of be intimidating to jump in here. Um, keep in mind here, you can customize your columns. So everybody has sort of different things that they like to look at when they're looking at data. Um, you can always customize it. Right, so get it to a place where you have the data points that are important to you. Um, first of all, you know this has been running for about a week. The number one thing I'm going to be looking for is, am I out of budget anywhere? Um, so far, we're looking pretty good, and um, you know the top line metrics on this 
uh, account so far, we're doing pretty well, right? Um, in the last six days, we spent about 450 bucks, and we've generated about $2,600 in um, ad revenue on that. You know, uh, 86,000 impressions. It's almost nearly a, a six to one return. So, um, most depending on your margins, right? Each company, each company, each product, each business model is a little bit different, but um, you know, sort of industry-wide, those are considered pretty healthy metrics. Um, okay, so really what I want to do here, especially when I have a lot going on, is I want to organize, uh, especially in an optimization, I want to start by organizing on spend. Biggest spend first. Um, you know, there's not really a right or wrong way to do this. Again, whatever helps you live in the data. For me, it's spend. Um, I know if I were wanting to look at success rate, I might look at, um, I might organize by orders or sales. Um, or even ACOS, um, but to me, if I'm coming in to optimize, um, I want to see where the money's going, like a Wall Street Journal reporter, right? You want to see where the money's going, um, because win, lose, or draw, that those are usually your most important accounts, right? If you're if they're big spenders, uh, it almost doesn't matter from, in terms of importance. It almost doesn't matter if they're winning or losing. Those are your most important accounts or campaigns, excuse me, in my opinion. So I'm always going to start by sport, starting for spend. Um, then once I have it organized by spend, um, the next thing I'm going to do is just look at the ACOS, really, or the ROAS, which, I mean, those are inverses of the same statistics, so whichever one you like better. Um, just sort of look at the top line ACOS, right? How are we doing health-wise? Um, really depends on business model, but, you know, this 40 is a bit high. 37, now a bit of context, this is a new campaign or a new account, and this is an auto campaign. So 37% ACoS is actually really healthy, right? The purpose of an auto campaign, especially early on, is to, to gather targeting data, right? To learn where we're going to be successful with the customers and where we're not, and also to get eyes on page. And clearly we're doing that. It's our number one impression garnering account, it looks like. Or, or sorry, I can't campaign. I, see, I keep saying account. I apologize for the confusion in terminology there. So, you've got your 26,000 impressions, your number one. If I was going to go in here, these are already looking pretty successful. Um, but I will start by spend, right? And I'm just looking. Another thing that you probably want to do is have a notepad out. Um, again, it doesn't really matter what your technique is. For me, having a notepad out so I can make notes while I'm moving through the navigator is something that I find valuable. Um, you know, up to you how you want to do it. But have, have a, either with, even if it's a pen and paper, have something where you can take notes, um, a note-taking program, whatever works for you, so you can make notes as you move through the account. Um, if you try and make changes all in real time as you note needs for changes, it's going to take you forever. Okay. <clears throat> so we jump in here, and this is an auto campaign. So first of all, I'm always going to look at campaign settings and make sure that they're the right way. Right? That all looks good. Okay. So now I'm going to back out. Um, have there been any optimizations? If there's no negative targeting, chances are nobody's optimized it yet, and that would make sense because these campaigns have only been running for about six days again. So I'm going to jump into the data here, or jump into, the, I'm sorry, the ad placements. And another thing that you want to make sure to note for, right, is brand personality. You want to make sure that every target in an individual ad group has a high relevancy relationship. Right, so all these in this ad group auto within this campaign, these are all the targets selected. Um, it might be intuitive that these should all be cash money bath bomb, right? Um, but I've seen a lot of accounts, a lot of even um, ad marketers go in and make this mistake where they will have 
um, you know, cash money bath bomb, and then, um, you know, Epsom salt bath bomb, and then, um, you know, bath toys, and then, you know, loofahs and um, cleaning accessories, right? Um, things that are loosely related, but if they are not highly related, you're going to muddy the water. Um, you're targeting data will not be as relevant in terms of you're, you're going to hurt your own relevancy so it's going to be hard to know if targets are really if, uh, ineffective or if you've just sort of um, voluntarily muddied the water so um, make sure that any products uh, that are in the same ad group just have a high degree of relationship right um, even things that as as depends on the product but even things as subtle as variants if it's enough to where it will change the type of consumer behavior that, that leads to finding the product. You probably don't want them in the same ad group. So then I'm going to look at targeting, right? And with auto campaigns, basically what we're looking at is I just want to see what type of targets, right? Um, loose match, substitute, close match, and complement. Um, that's just a fancy way of saying auto keyword targets or auto product targets, right? Um, that's all that is. Um, with Amazon PPC, you're always targeting, targeting either a keyword, which is a consumer search term, or you're targeting a product or a brand, right? Um, there's not a lot of demographic targeting that Amazon allows you to do. Amazon views your customers on Amazon as their customers. So, um, but all that is to say, this is just a, a fancy way of saying we're going to auto-target keywords, we're going to auto-target um, related products. Um, so with uh, an auto campaign, if you want to see what's actually winning and losing, you need to go to the search terms report, which is right here. In Seller Central, you can also find that in your advertising reports, which at a macro level is, is another really valuable tool to garnering data. Okay, so now I'm in the search terms report. Again, I'm going to check and make sure, are my dates still consistent, right? That's another thing is you, you can screw yourself up if, if flying between tabs, multiple tabs. Um, you've got different time windows captured. Um, okay. So now in this screen, I could organize by spend, but my suspicion is that's only going to tell me, on an auto target especially, um, you expect to spend in a lot of places and not win very many. Now this is actually sort of an exception here in that it looks like my top spender also happens to be my top order getter. Um, but the reality is, in, this, in the search terms report specifically, I might search, I might organize by orders because I want to see the winners first. Um, auto campaign again, especially if it's if it's 37% ACoS, which is actually on that many impressions, um, that's actually pretty darn good for week number one for a, a large, a wide net auto campaign, which as you can see, why do I say wide net? It's because we had all four targets, possible auto targets active, right? Uh, we had close match, loose match, complacent, uh, uh, and uh, substitutes. So, um, what I'm seeing here is these are potential heroes to pull out, right? And what do I say? What do I mean when I say hero? I mean a target that is um, winning at a high enough percentage that it really needs to be pulled out and put in its own campaign. Uh, that way, you can guarantee that 100% of the spend for that campaign is going just to that one specific target. So you can get hyper efficient. Right now, this seven impressions, four orders. Um, that's really effective um, this this target right here should be pulled out and should be made a hero a hero uh, product target manual campaign 
Um, so what I'm going to do, remember when I said earlier, have your notepad out. I've got my hero campaigns up. I'll do my keyword and I'll do my product. Uh, okay, so the product there and then this guy here that's not quite as good that's roughly flat on ACOS so I might let that one go but it did still generate two orders um, I don't know that I'd call that a hero I might call that a possible target. So whether or not I stand that up in an individual campaign is going to basically depend on how aggressive I want to be with my spend and how well I'm doing with my current um, targets and how well that matches up with the client expectations, right? So is the client happy with the growth? Is the client more concerned or are you more concerned about efficiency? Um, do you already have a good number of targets um, that you feel are sort of juicy that you can win on or are you sort of like scraping the edges where you've already identified and tried to maximize the leverage on all the really obvious juicy targets and now you're just sort of looking for additional places where you can maybe um, add a few percentage points in your revenue, right? Um, okay, so you can see what we're doing here. We're looking at orders, we're looking at um, clicks, and usually, right, what I'm looking at is I'm comparing the number of impressions to clicks um, and then how many orders that translates into, and I'm also looking at ACoS. So I'm sort of looking at all of those numbers combined, but certainly where you have, you know, 5% ACoS, right, that's a really long tail, non-intuitive keyword. Right, and so that's the value of auto campaigns. Really, is they're going to clue you into targets that might not be intuitive, but 300 impressions, four clicks, and one order. That might be something I want to pull out and use later. Right. We'll call that a possible for now. All right, so I'll come back out and I'll go to just, I want to, so you would do that all the way down and just identify places where you might possibly want to um, either uh, increase targets. And now the reason I didn't do what you would normally do a lot of, which is identifying bad targets and adding negatives, um, is just because so far we're week number one, I'm still, I still want to garner more impressions. And the efficiency's actually been pretty darn good. So I'm not too worried in this specific case about efficiency. Um, but if you were worried about efficiency, you might come in and say, okay, uh, let me just go to, uh, let, me, let me find a big loser. So let me organize by spend. Now the reality is seven bucks is not a lot, um, but it does look like we got 19 clicks and no orders. That's approaching the place of negative, where it's for whatever reason, um, we just don't like this term. Uh, for this product, right? Because it's not returning well. 19 clicks and no orders. What that means to me is, you know, basically 20 people got to it and for whatever reason we're like, this isn't really what I'm looking for. So if I wanted to do that, I would just say add a negative T keyword, right? It'll usually, sometimes it'll give you suggested, but I just, right? Always negative exact, 
Never negative phrase, negative broad, always negative exact. Um, <clears throat> okay. So then I'm going to go back to all campaigns and I'm going to organize by spend again. And I'm just going to do one more to show you how to do it on a manual. And then that will pretty much be the gist. You would work your way down by spend. And the reality is, even on big accounts, the most of the time, um, you know, 80% of your spend is going to be in your top 8 to 10 campaigns. That's just usually how it works out. So, I mean, you can see right here, we spent in the last six days on this account a total of $458. And $166 is in that campaign that we just visited, right? 64, 58, 51, it starts to quickly drop off a cliff. By the time you get down to 8, 9, 10, you're at almost an inconsequential amount of spend. Right, so the reality is this isn't a huge account, but even in huge accounts, the reality is that you can spend your time, you know, if your concern is how do I manage 5,000 product groups, the reality is in one sitting you probably don't. You focus on the highest leverage. It's the classic 80-20 rule, right? You focus on the most important campaigns and what what are they? What do you mean when you say most important? To me, that's spend. Um, and you focus on the, the top spenders and you optimize them by adding negative exacts um, where you're bleeding and by pulling out um, hyper winners possible um, and possible winners and making them uh, exact targets in their own campaigns. Okay, so this looks like a broad match keyword target. Um, again, I'm going to jump into settings. $20 budget, all that looks good. You can add budget rules too. I usually think in the beginning to leave that alone. That's sort of like phase two, three, once you've had 90 days, 180 days of data. Okay. Oh, the other thing, I apologize, I'm jumping the gun here. Placements, oh no, sorry. That's in targeting. So we'll jump into target, jump into the ad group. Again, check the relevancy. That all looks good. Targeting. Okay. So while this looks fairly healthy, the one thing I'll say is this starts to like broad. This is a bit of a long keyword for a broad. This looks to me more like an exact, but let's just see what it's doing. I don't know that I would negative this yet. Um, I don't think we have enough data. Um, and overall, let's see. Overall, this this campaign is still really efficient. 18% ACOS. Uh, again, it's important to remember that if you just pause, and that's why I prefer negative exacts than pausing in general. Um, but anytime you end a target or an ad group, uh, any sort of spend, um, yes, you are ending inefficiency. Yes, you are stopping bleed, but you are also ending impressions. Which is when you get down to the when you get down to it, that's eyes on page, um, which matters. So that can affect your organic keyword index, your organic keyword indexing. Um, it can affect your uh, organic ranking and how well your product does non-ad spend. Um, so it's important to keep that in mind and not only look at ACOS in a vacuum. Yes, ACOS matters, um, but you want to take it uh, in collaboration with all the other statistics. 
So this is a high spend. I'm going to keep my eye on this target. And I do think that this is a bit long. This should probably be an exact target. Um, I don't know why they made this a broad. Um, usually once you get beyond four or five words in a keyword phrase, um, you're getting sort of, sort of the outside effectiveness of a broad search. Money bath bomb is a little bit better. And you can see we're doing really well with that one. So money bath bomb, to me, that's a potential hero exact. Right, so come back to my notepad. Bang. And then this is this is double bidding, right? This is a broad match, so money bath bomb, you're already targeting here. So this is this is essentially this needs to be paused. Um, you could pause this one, but as a broad match, this is a better fit, right? So anytime that, if this is broad, anytime that somebody's searching money bath bomb, you're already pinging here. So this is uh, basically cannibalizing your own um, targeting. So um, that, by the way, is why we're not getting any orders. Because anytime that we've had success, it's, it's getting attributed to this money bath bomb here. So this is essentially just wasted spend. So you can see the process of what I'm doing though. I'm going down and just looking for anomalies effectively, things that are abnormally successful or abnormally unsuccessful. I'm adding to negative exact the unsuccessful ones and I'm looking to pull out the hyper successful ones and make them their own hero campaigns. So right now I'm going to leave this alone. Um, again, we're not really spending much beyond these two guys. Um, and I'm going to keep my eye on this guy. Um, this one's potentially on the chopping block. It is a high ACOS. Um, I think the relevancy on this term is really high. That's why I'm going to leave it running, even though this probably is too long to be a broad match. Um, it should probably just be bath bombs as the broad search or bath bomb surprise. Um, you know, broad means as long as those terms are present, all present, it doesn't matter the order, it doesn't matter what else is in the search phrase. Um, so usually with broad search in particular, you never really need more than three or four terms. Okay, so then later I would go back and pull out these guys. And I would look to make these individual, I would create an individual, for sure I would create an individual, I will create an individual hero, keyword hero exact target for money bath bomb. Right. That's, of course, after I go through all these campaigns, assuming it's not already created somewhere down here. Um, and then the other thing that I'm going to look for right off the bat, so I'm going down the list by spend, but it's the same thing, right? You're looking for hyper anomalies. So one thing that caught my eye was this new stat is, I really like it, top of search, right? Um, this can tell you where you're dominating. And in some categories, you're gonna be like, some products, some clients I have, they're under 5% down the board and then it doesn't matter. But so really, this guy right here jumps out at me. 88% with only 670 impressions. So this one, I would probably go in, rather than looking to add negatives, I would probably go in and look to add um, ways to add impressions. So right off the bat, what do I notice? Dynamic down, I'm going to change that to dynamic up and down for sure. Right. 
Um, again, why? Why am I doing that? Let's jump back out. I just want to make it clear. Is I'm showing up top of search 88% of those searches, and my impressions are really low. I didn't even look at the ACOS. My suspicion is it's it's great, but let's just see. Two orders. Let me scoop this over. I apologize. These campaign windows are not the easiest to navigate with. Mm -mm -mm. Actually, not the greatest ACOS. 41%. But I have a feeling that's also related to the fact that we're not getting enough impressions. So I'm going to find out why. Again, it's just low impressions and we're winning that much of the search. To me, that says, how do we get more search? Okay, so this is why um, it's a defensive and that makes total sense for why we're uh, top of the search. There's probably a lot of brand searching in here. And it looks like only one ASIN is really giving us any sort of pushback at all or any sort of traffic at all. So that explains the low impression count. And the only thing I would want to do is maybe up the bid. looks like we're already sort of over the average range. So that explains it. It was a defensive campaign. But the rule of looking for anomalies is really the point of that, and it still holds true. So again, looking down the list, all those look pretty good. I would probably go in and look at these guys and just see if there are hero targets to pull out and make exacts. Um, that will be largely repeating the process we just underwent, and so I'm going to end the video here. Um, please let me know, guys, if you have any questions 